Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I am Stuart Roberts and I'm really excited to introduce my new podcast, Hear Me See Me. It's just over five years ago. I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people, some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. I'd had this idea after being inspired by a guy in America I'd seen cutting hair on the streets and seeing the difference it made to the guys who were there. This is more than a job. This is a calling. Hello, this is uh, Hear Me See Me podcast. And um, today I've got an amazing woman who, um, she won't like me saying that, I know. But um, she's, <laughs> she's, a, <laughs> uh, she's an unstoppable force and she runs a Haircuts Homeless Milton Keynes branch. And also she's, she's never enough, so she's set up a few other things as well. But I'll let us tell us about that. Um, today it's Hetty Campbell. Hello, Hetty. Hello, my lovely. <laughs> Hello, my lovely. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Uh, how are you coping in this weird and wonderful time that we're in? Oh, I probably say as everyone else, a bit up and down. You know, yeah. um, I'm in the extremely vulnerable category, so I'm shielding. Um, really struggled the first couple of weeks because. I don't like being told what to do. There's the whole... I know that. The whole, like, you can't go out, you can sit by an open window, you can do... Yeah, yeah I really struggled with it, but, you know, it is what it is. We're all, yeah. all more or less in the same boat, so, you know, you've got to crack on. Yeah. Do, do you mind saying to me, or saying to us, um, why you're in that? Because uh, um, it does bear with you know, the fact that you still do volunteer and everything. So yeah, why yeah. saying that? No, 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 not at all. No, so I'm a bit of a weird and wonderful one. I've got about eight <laughs> autoimmune conditions. Right. Um, so I'm, when, as you know, when you met me, I'm yeah. on crutches a lot of the time. So I've got ankylosing yeah. spondylitis, which is an autoimmune form of arthritis. Right. Um, fourth gen generation in my family with it and you know my nan broke her hip dancing on the table in her 80s and she <laughs> had it so you know it's it's not that bad um and um but i think probably the reason i'm in this category i've got a very odd autoimmune condition called it's a bit of a mouthful bradykine mediated idiopathic angioedema I know, I know, it is. Um, which, breaking it down, it's an enzyme in the blood that right. for some unknown reason causes me to swell. So um, when it started about 15 years ago, it was really bad and it nearly killed me a few times. Um, but it's more or less under control now. We've worked out um, what the triggers are, so you know, on medication and, but there's only yeah. about half a dozen of us in the UK with it. Right. So, and then from that, I found out I've got MBL deficiency. So part of my immune system's missing. Right. So, um, I get sepsis quite easy. Um, yeah. So, right. yeah, yeah. No I, joke. 
I got sepsis from an ingrown hair. Did you? <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah, that wasn't fun. No. Um, but, right. yeah. But other than so that, you're in the uh, sort of strict category of, of the life. I know, life, right? I know, I yeah, know. It's really it's, serious for you. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you get... But, yeah. <laughs> you just got to get on with it, and, yeah. Of course, yeah. And I know where you get it from, because I've met your lovely mum. I know, yeah. She's another, um, she's my little pocket rocket. She's four yeah. foot nine, I think. She's had seven kids. Yeah. Um, she's had a really, really tough life. Um, yeah. But she's still, I mean, as you know, she volunteers with us. Um, she books everyone in, does the sweeping up, yeah. gives hugs to whoever needs them. Yeah, um, I've got a great hug off of her. Yeah, she does. She does give a good hug. It's um, like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> she's four foot nothing, and I'm six foot. Oh, I know. So. I know. But she, she, you know, she won't take no prisoners. She's ever so good. Oh, I know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. she and she is a real firm favourite. Yeah. She doesn't come because she says she's got a really hectic social life, yeah. and um, yeah. if she doesn't come one week, they're like, "Where is she? Where is she?" So yeah, yeah she's she is a good one. Yeah, she's great. So, um, tell us a bit about your hairdressing career, like, you know, so we know a bit of... Uh, yeah, so I've been hairdressing for 25 years. Um, yeah. I've had my own little business for 20 years. Um, and a couple of years ago, I got approached from the hair colour company that I use. And um, I've been a colour technician for them since. Um, so Who's that? Who, who is it? So, oh, it's, it's not the BBC, best. you can't say it. No, no, it's, it's the best colour range ever. So, oh, colour range, everyone's obviously, obviously, <laughs> um, it's Italy. Um, the brand's called Italy. Um, it's been in the UK for about 30 years. I've used it yeah. for 20 years. Um, right. And I get to go and train over in Milan. So, I went oh, nice. last year. Not yeah. too shabby. But I've taken six months off because I'm waiting for back surgery. So I've taken right, a bit of, of a break to hopefully get that over and done with and then crack on again. Yeah. Well, I know there'd be no stopping you. Yeah, no. God, no. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and I love it. I love what I do. Um, yeah. I'm really craving and missing it. My kids have never had such good hair. It's all yeah. been clients that have had better hair now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I love what I do. And I think the reason I like what I do is because it's, it's making people feel better about themselves. Yeah. And when they sit and when they go, and that's something I've tried to roll out as well into the volunteering. So, yeah, yeah it's, um, I, I just love it. Absolutely love it. And I miss it. I know. It's a, it's a theme that runs through every, every hairdressing-related guest I've had on here. Everyone has said the same thing. Everyone loves their job for the same yeah. reasons. It makes people the, the instant gratification of seeing someone feel better. Yeah, you know, with the constant feedback we have, as, as opposed to maybe a job that you get a, a, a review once every six months, where someone yeah. sits and says you're doing a good job. We get that eight, ten times a day. You know, so exactly. yeah, um, just it. by showing them the mirror. Um, so uh, yeah, it's a great thing. Also, my household aren't you? used to how much I speak so they're really struggling now <laughs> not your not workers no what? household oh you have household I am a bit <laughs> 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 oh they've been called worse <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so you, you like, I'm going to say it again. There's okay. a theme running for all of this. You was a real nuisance. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, see, I would call it persistent. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's the word. Persistent. You were a you man. Persistent. Yes. And, uh, yeah, you contacted me. Now, look, my, I was trying to think this just before I phoned you. Now, because my brain has gone with this. Where, when was it? Was it before this Christmas or the what? No, it was, no, it was before, so I think I started messaging you June, July last year. That was it, oh, that was it, yeah. Yeah. And, and we, um, we finally got to meet you just before Christmas, was it? Just before Christmas, yeah, yeah. We yeah, that was it. We phone, I think, September, and yeah, and then yeah. finally got to meet you in the flesh in September, uh, December. December, that was it, yeah, yeah, because it takes a lot of, uh, but you was already doing something anyway, wasn't you? Yes, yeah, um, basically, I, um, the, one of the wholesalers that I um, work at, they, um, are where I go and do training, um, this lady, Helen, she advertised about um, this new community club that was opening and um, they were looking for a hairdresser. So I went along, spoke to Derek, who's the manager there, and, um, yeah. yeah, went along and started. Um, and the community club is, it's, I think they're, um, I know there's definitely one in Manchester and they're, they're dotted here, there and everywhere now. Such a good idea. It's yeah. um, it's a club um, that can come along with our cars. It's a Tuesday, 10 to 1. Um, and there's it's open to anybody, but predominantly it is homeless and yeah. it's people with mental health and, um, yeah. you know, sort of loneliness. I mean, it's, it's a real broad spectrum of people, but predominantly yeah. homeless. And they can come, they can get their hair done, they can have a meal, you know, it's hot food, there's drinks, there's, um, sometimes there's a doctor there, there's clothes that they can change, there's a washing machine, but there's music, there's, you know, it really yeah. is a positive atmosphere. So I started there, I think it started up and running September, yeah. and quickly realised that it was more than just that I, then I could, you know, I could yeah. do. And um, then started sort of putting word out with hairdressers that I know and, and kind of built it up from there. Um, and then it's kind of rolled into, we're now, we're in two venues, um, yeah. the community club, we're at the YMCA, um, home ground, they call it now. Um, and they're 18 to 35 year olds that have all been homeless. They're all overcoming major hurdles in their lives. It's one of my favourite ones. It's such fun. They're all, you know, I think the eldest is 27 and they call him Granddad. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, I think they're old then. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, And then we've got three more waiting to launch, um, which will be Women's Refuge and um, two other homeless. Um, You're trying charity. to catch Jackie up, aren't you? <laughs> well, me and, me and her have got to meet. Me and her have got to meet. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, it's just this, um, you know, in particular with homeless, it's it's a massive and it's a growing area. And, mm. you know, so, yeah. Can, yeah, and if we can help, we can't make much difference other than to make their life a little 
bit better, you know, make life a little bit easier in that sense, you know, make them smile, improve their day. Um, So that's kind of what drives me. Yeah. I mean, we, as as you said, you'd already started. We do get this sometimes. Sometimes it's someone wants to start from scratch and we have to sort the venue and that and all these things. But sometimes people like yourself come on and they just want to be part of, the, the the sort of haircuts runners family and have that support that yeah, we can give uh, without taking over. I mean, it's your project. So, you know, I just really try not to take over anything. We just try to support. And um, the thing is, it's nice to feel. I mean, we had a Zoom meeting, didn't we, with some of the other? Yeah, yeah, it, that was it, just, Yeah, it's just nice to to sort of feel that you 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 know you get together with some other people and and you know there's other people there for advice and things, but. Yeah. Um, it's, um, I mean, it was, for me, it was, I was a bit, like, lost, thinking, right, what am I doing? How am I doing it right? Mm. You know, have that reassurance that you're going along the right lane, you know, yeah. road, and you're doing the right, doing it in the right way. Yeah. That was really important, because it's not something you can do half-hearted. You've got no. to do it right. It has, yeah, it's got to be done right. And that's why we, we, we don't rush into things. And we, we, we'd rather take a bit of time and get one started with it being run properly than... Yeah. Because you, you can't, you are messing about with, you know, not you are dealing yeah. with um, <laughs> vulnerable people. So you've got to... We yeah. have good fun, but we have to take it seriously. That Absolutely. Balance, it? <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> we would, especially in the community club, we're there every week and you sort of become their constant... You're their, you're their familiar face, so it has to. You've got to be reliable. You've got to do it properly, um, and you know, and give it everything as well. I think that's why it's important to work alongside um, a good. That, that's part of the venue. Um, yeah. You know, if you, if it, when we're looking for venues, you already had one, but it's yeah. making sure that they're running things well and that they will support us well. You know, if we've done a send volunteers in there that they're going to give us the support which I think the hub has been really good at you know they're you know it's run really well and oh basically um, yeah they and that's it they can't um you know if we've ever had a hiccup um which luckily we haven't um much but the you know on the old time everyone looks after each other everyone supports yeah. each other and it's not them and us it's we're acting as a team which is yeah been really good yeah it's 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 a um, really essential part of it it's a, it's a partnership yes yeah, that's the right word we, yeah. you know yeah we we're a, we're sort of an add-on service but we need to have a partnership with, with people because we need our people um looked after otherwise because yeah. they are volunteers and we you know they give up their time but we want to make sure that yeah. they're taken care of and it, it's naive to think that things won't happen no, because no. they will, but yeah. uh, as long as they're dealt with properly, it's fine. You know, we, you, you get through anything. Yeah, that's it. I mean, well, mostly, I think at the community club in particular, we, it's a really sort of uplifting place. Um, the, the, it's been mainly really positive there. Um, mm. It's, you know, for us, what we notice, and I think we've, we've spoke about this before, the haircut's actually quite a small part of what you do. You mm. know, you listen, you give someone a voice, you listen to them, you know. Mm. These are people that no one really wants to listen to or, 
you know, haven't touch. been touched. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Human yeah. touch is massive. And that's why I think when, you know, God willing, we get back to it with um, after this has passed, not being able to hug someone, I think it's mm. going to be really hard because they really need that. Yeah. Well, not and, all of them. We do. Some of them will jump. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, some are very... very some of them are uh, like, oh, yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've got one guy we have to face him to the wall because he can't cope with... Because um, at this place, I have to say, we are positioned in between the men's toilets and the table tennis. So yeah, I've seen that, It's yeah. always a bit, yeah. yeah. Um, but we have to face him to the wall because he just can't cope with having anyone watching him. And so, you, yeah. you know, you have to be adaptable. Yeah, of course. And it's a simple thing you can do, isn't it? You can accommodate yeah. it. Um, yeah, it. If that's where he's comfortable, then, you know, it's a simple thing to do. Yeah, um, and some of but them... it shows it you the vulnerability months. of someone if they yeah. literally can't face people and there's something really, really vulnerable. We, we had one guy start and his first week when he came in, he was shaking and trembling and crying. Um, he was in a right mess by the end. So that was probably November, just before we finished, which was end of February, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, he was... We were short... We, girls in their kitchen were short-staffed. He was behind there buttering bread and all sorts. Yeah. The transformation that these venues have is yeah. astounding. Yeah. They make, they make such a difference. And no, not enough people know about what they do. This is, you no. know, that's the thing. It's letting people realise that and most of it is community and volunteer-led. Yeah. So it's yeah. not even like the government doing it, you know. Uh, it, no. It's like people helping people. Yeah, uh, which is a massive thing. Yeah, it's um, you know what my experience has been is that it's all voluntary, um, yeah. and the, it's amazing that you see like the councils get involved a bit, but only when things start succeeding. <laughs> <laughs> You're like at the beginning now. Yeah, I've had that. I've had that. Yeah, I've had that. They come. They come together. The, the mayor comes for a photo once it's. <laughs> yeah, once it's all. Yeah, all. Oh, oh, brilliant. Can't get. Can't. I can't even get a phone call through at the, yeah. the beginning when you're trying to do it. Yeah. It's like though. I don't. I try yeah, not to get. Bit of, it's just the, the part of the game that we have to play. You know, I agree. Uh, as long as we get the end result, um, I'm never too fast. No, I, I'm the same. It just always brings a little smile inside. Yeah, yeah a little sort of, yeah, knowing yeah. smile. Uh, yeah. Um, what would you say, um, if it, so you said there's the, the, the three that are, you're hoping to start, um, yeah. they're all in Milton Keynes as well? Yeah, all in Milton Keynes. Um yeah. It's, I mean, Milton Keynes, I mean, Milton Keynes isn't my hometown. I live 10 miles no. away. Yeah, I know. Uh, but it's where, where I um, have worked on and off. Um, the, ho- the homeless issue, I think, anywhere is quite bad. And in Milton Keynes, what I find really inspiring is that they're not pretending that it's not there. They're really trying to deal with it and trying yeah. to help. It's quite refreshing. Absolutely. Um, yeah. There's so much. There's um, the one thing, because, you know, I'm new to all of this, so you sort yeah. of, you're still learning as you go. And there's yeah. quite a few charities doing their own thing in yeah. Milton Keynes, and it's nice being slightly stepped back from it all, because you can yeah. actually help and get them all talking, because they don't always yeah. Yeah. communicate as well. No. 
No. They're a bit, it's almost like there's a bit of fear involved, isn't it? That, that this is, we've, we're doing our thing, we don't want something to spoil our thing. And yeah. Whereas yeah. together they could all achieve a lot more, you oh, know. massively. But, yeah. you know, they do, you know, but there is so much help there for them, which is, yeah. you know, it's really inspiring. Um, yeah. And I've met the best people. Yeah. I really, really have. I mean, I've got to a point in my life where I was like, I don't need any more friends. I'm quite happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I've, honestly, I've met the best people, yeah. um, and which I didn't expect. You just sort of go do your thing and that's it. But, yeah, you know, not just hairdressers, venue owners, um, yeah. store managers, um, you know, volunteers, everything. You just, yeah, there are some bloody good humans in this world. They are, and, and, and it was a sort of side effect that I weren't expecting when I set up. And over the years, I've had, I've, as you say, I've met so many wonderful people that I, I was focusing on the homeless people. I yeah. wasn't expecting to meet so many great people in the hairdressing world um, yeah. and, and these amazing people that work in these places that are really, you know, I keep, it's an old thing, I keep saying like they're just unsung heroes because they're, it's more than a job for them. They, you know, they're doing, they're going over and above. They're emotionally invested. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're just, you know, we've got our wonderful NHS staff, but these are also people that aren't so known, but are doing, you know, a wonderful yeah. thing. And during yeah. this lockdown, they're taking really massive risks. I mean, they are, yeah. You know, the welfare team, um, they're in contact and they're seeing everyone, and, you know, it's, it's phenomenal. It really is phenomenal. Yeah. There's a lady, uh, Cathy, that I just, um, over at Unity Park, and yeah. I admire her so much. She's just incredible. Yeah. But, yeah. Did I meet Cathy when I was there? No, no. She no. kind of, like, um, stands in the background. She's oh, not right, someone. Right. So next time you come up, I'll, yeah. I'll show you around with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I, met the, I met the guy, didn't I? Who's yeah, you met Derek. Derek. Yeah, and yeah, Derek, um, yeah. Donna as well. Yeah, They're absolute bloody diamonds. They really yeah. are. Yeah, they was, yeah, they're lovely people. And it was really nice because when we went, it was just before Christmas. Yeah. Um, and they had a carol service, you know. Like, yeah. And as you say, it's so uplifting in the place. It's just like a, a little hive of positivity, isn't it, you know? It's and the one thing, so I've got a WhatsApp group, as you know, for all our volunteers, and you know, the everyone says the same. We all walk away feeling so uplifted. We get so much more out of it than than what you know the haircuts we give. It's um, which I don't think people realise. And you do you do have laughs. It is really good fun, but there will be always one that you take home. One yeah. you hear, one story you hear, because, my God, I've heard some stories. I know, and, I know. You know, you, you, you just... And that's, again, what's really nice about the WhatsApp group is that if one of them, you know, will share that, because, you know, there's, it's just normally the same volunteers, as, you know, within the month. So everyone knows who, you know, will sort of say... Um, there was one girl who's started in December. Um, she, well, she was um, a guest at the night shelter. And right. um, she looked just like in, anyone else. And then by 
um, into January, February, she looked like a different person. She'd got involved in um, Spice and some other paraphernalias. That's wild. If you put two photos side by side, you wouldn't have known. And we were all so worried about her. But, again, this is the welfare team. They got her back in touch with her family. Yeah. Got her back up to Manchester. Got her support. And, you know, it might not be a happy ending, but it's a bloody better ending than what... Yeah. What was being faced? So well, there's hope there, there isn't there? Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's the thing. You know, we're not we've got magic wands, but at least there's no, some hope there. Yeah, definitely. And it's those few, you know, stories that you see things turn out. I mean, we've got an Emmaus near us, and um, some of the guys ended up going to Emmaus. So Emmaus, it's, a, a, a fantastic. Yeah, phenomenal. I, oh, I love Emmaus. Have you? Have you? Any, have you done anything there, or you? Got no, I haven't. I, I I have plans. It's, yeah, so now we go plans. We've got we've got a few now, the mayor, and I've even yeah. just before it locked down, I did contact the head office and say, look, we're in a few anyway. Why don't we try and roll it out? Because because yeah. I really believe in what they're doing. They really no, are rebuilding yeah. lives, you know. So Definitely. and they're quite small, um, relatively small amount of residents in those places. Normally, sort of twenty to twenty-five. Yeah. So it's quite for us. It's quite. It, it can be quite a small project because obviously maybe half of them it might only be ten haircuts or something yeah. once every month or two. But um, very worthwhile because those those guys in there um, are really on a journey. You know. Um, yeah. Sorry, I've just took out, I got excited. No, sorry. you go. No, it's no, it's brilliant. And I will say that you know as someone if you live near one go to the shops there yes they do yes. especially if you like me and you like your vintage gear yeah they have some cracking um stuff there so you know go and support them buy yeah, go, you know, yeah. it's they really do um they don't just help the residents no the um companions no they will you know they deliver a service to the community as well so yeah. you know uh, there's this they're, yeah, they're just really good, really, really yeah. good. But no, that's on my, it is on my list. On your, on the, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've got a few venues on my list. But, yeah, um, that's, a, that's a cracking one. You'll, yeah. You'll love that. Because when I was in the one that Jackie does in uh, uh, most, mostly just outside yeah. of Manchester, they, um, we was going through to meet everyone and we went through the massive shop, like an old farm yeah. built, like a mill building. And um, I was just glancing along and I thought, God, that leather sofa is better than mine. I know. <laughs> about, I know. Quid. I thought, God, if I lived there, I'd be in here all the time. You know. I know. People do use them. It's fantastic. Yeah. They yeah. are really, really good. I've got yeah. a lot of my salon furniture from in there because my salons, um, you've got like nineteen fifties dressed in tables and stuff oh, like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I've got a lot of gear from there. So bloody brilliant. Yeah, yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I always put links on at the on the podcast, so I'll put a link on to you know you could you can send me all the links you want me to add on like the links yeah. link and the, the like anything you want I'll put on there. But I will remind me I will put the MS one on the yeah. Milton Keynes. So I will stick that link on as well so people can Brilliant. go to the shop. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so since lockdown, we hmm. ended up um, getting a bit of. Because well, we again got quite good relationships with our venues, um, 
the Unity Park, we got a call asking for help. Um, when the government um, gave orders that all homeless need to be housed, they didn't really give guidance. And no. unfortunately, we had guys being housed um, in you know house sheds, but they'd literally got a bed. They've got no right. bedding, no towels, no food, nothing, no, no benefits in line, so no no way of providing it. No. Um, and then they put some in hotels but wasn't supplying the foods properly. So I found one guy who had only eaten four bowls of cereal in five days. Um, yeah, yeah and it, it was, you know, yeah. a bit, yeah. And, you know, it was a lot to do all in one, in one go. Yeah. Um, so we got asked to help and um, I've put something up on my Facebook group and then two of my volunteers, Claire and Georgina, their sisters, yeah. they are proper formidable people, so well connected. I bloody love them. And um, between the three of us, we filled two vans with yeah. food, with bedding, with towels, yeah. you name it. <laughs> and um, yeah, so we got it sorted and it started, it was for 12 people, 12 yeah. of our guests. And um it's kind of gone on every week now. We're running um, food bank donations for um, yeah. Unity Park, and the welfare team are phenomenal. I think we've yeah. got the easy part because we just gather the donations gather it, yeah. and yeah, and drop them off. And now we're supporting nearly a hundred people. Yeah. So in seven weeks, which is um, I just phenomenal. I'm so proud. I'm just yeah. so proud, so proud. Yeah, every, everyone that's donates, they yeah. don't realise what a massive difference they're making. And we're doing yeah. homeless, we've got, um, you know, vulnerable adults, families, domestic violence, where people have left with nothing. Oh, yeah. um, it's, it's a real broad spectrum. And yeah. It's nice to be able, and it's amazing, I can do it without leaving the house. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's brilliant. <laughs> nothing stops you, you know. No. <laughs> you know, you, you, you're not able to go and do anything like that, but you can do something. Yeah, so, that's it. You know, it yeah, yeah. yeah, what you can do, even yeah. without, you know, leaving the house. So, yeah, so that's, um, like I say, Claire and Georgina, they're phenomenal. Yeah. With, yeah. Because a lot of the guys have ended up back on the streets now. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I sort of envisaged. I, I sort of saw that coming because I know a lot over the years. I've got to know so many of the guys, and so many of them can't. They just can't physically stay indoors. It's just no. They've been out too long, and and you but know, if you're if you're the reasons that they're homeless are still there. Just giving yeah. them a roof over the head is not enough. You no. need to deal with the issues. And yeah. I haven't met one yet where there isn't mental health involved. No. And then they go and self-medicate. So, it's you know, there's a massive issue. So yeah. we've got quite a few guys on the street. So um, um, Claire started this with um, some of her friends and um, getting meals made. Um, yeah. So we saw sitting with I saw that, yeah. And, yeah, so they come along. Um, they look really nice, by the way. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Sue is a bloody wonder, I tell you. She's I saw phenomenal. some of the and I thought, God, it looks better than my dinner, obviously. I know. <laughs> and she's so generous with the local companies that donate the ingredients as well. Yeah, but I know, great. she's just phenomenal. And, um, 
there's a lady in Milton Keynes and she makes the most amazing Indian curries as well. So, you oh, know, really, oh, it's phenomenal. And so what they do is, um, they were telling me on Monday, they come along, knock on the door, so get them out the freezer, ding it, and then give them it out the window and off they go. So yeah. it's, you know, you know but it's incredible how <laughs> it's sort of like gone along. homemade McDonald's drive-thru, isn't it? Exactly, really? yeah, right. yeah. It's like, yeah, but it's, 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 it's true, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like McDonald's won't sponsor this podcast now. Now we've dissed them. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think they would anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, no, that's that's been really good, and it's helped yeah. me loads as well with having to deal with not being able to go out the house and see people. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's again. I think what people don't realise is when you volunteer, you get as much out of it as as everyone else does. So even doing just the organising side of it and taking the donations in, it, it does help loads. Yeah, of course it does. And it makes you give it, it gives you a sense of purpose, doesn't it? Yeah. And I think uh, yeah, and it's I, a distraction as well, a positive distraction because we're all... Um, sorry. The first three weeks I really, really struggled and mm. then we got this call and I think that's when I started to feel a bit more me again because mm. I had the opportunity of being able to be useful to, you know, I felt like I'd lost purpose. Yeah. Yeah, I get that feeling. I was was very much the same. Um, The first week or two, definitely, was disorientating. You know, it it was all in, I think we was all in shock and all in fear, you know. It's funny, people's pride doesn't let them admit to fear, but fear is obviously the first thing, isn't it? Fear of insecurity. Uh, fear of of health and family, um, and it was absolutely terrifying. Yeah. And it's got to the point now where people are almost like if you've really if you've behaved yourself and done what you've been told, you almost feel a bit like in this protective bubble, and it's hard yeah. to still see. I think this is where people are misbehaving a bit because it's almost at the point where people are. It's hard to imagine that it's still there. Yeah. Even though we know, and those, and, yeah, and I'm. I'm not saying it's not at all because I'm one that thinks it really is, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, you've only got to see the testimonies from our frontline um, nurses and things. Yeah. Uh, how horrific it is. But there is, it's quite easy becoming this bubble, isn't it, when you're protecting yourself and yeah, your family. Yeah, unless you know someone who's physically had it or, you know, yeah. you've got connections to a key worker. It's, yeah. You do because you're not going out, you're not seeing you yeah. only the news sort of thing, but it is, it feels more distant. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just, I hope these new guidelines are a bit clearer eventually. And, um, yeah, yeah. You know, because I want, I want, I want my life back. I'm just being yeah. selfish. <laughs> just yeah. Like, yeah, I want to go out. Sometimes, yeah. I want to go out, I want to do these That's things. And then you feel, it. You sort of, I think, the thing is what we have to be careful of, they are genuine feelings. So yeah. even though, but you can't get too wrapped up in guilt because then we think, oh, yeah, but people are dying and that. But you are, you are allowed to have, gen, like, you know, genuine feelings. You know, like you, you are, you've got a perspective, but you are, are allowed to feel that stuff. You know, yeah. the frustration, you know, um, the the economic insecurity because obviously people aren't aren't able to earn money you know no no um, you know I look I looked at um, 
there's things, there's a lot happening in the hairdressing industry, you know, and people are getting tempted and they, they really shouldn't because it's, it's almost like they're letting everyone yeah. down. I suppose yeah. it's like that, you know, like the old, the old, um, uh, in the thirties, you know, the old strikes and then you get the scab labor and all yeah. this sort of thing. And I think they are really letting the side down for the sake of a few quid. I know, there's a bar that I know of. Um, We all know of one. Yeah, through social media or of that. So um, he ended up in hospital because he carried on working and got the virus. And you're like... Is that worth it? Yeah, yeah, is is it it? worth it? There's people giving out, um, uh, they're doing doors, they're dropping off. Oh, the hair colours. Uh, they're, they're selling colours, yeah. They're yeah, selling colours, really dropping them off, off and all that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I did yesterday, um, uh, you know, uh, it, it, it's not, because it's almost like undermining what you've you've done all these years. Yeah, if you right. get someone doing that. And, and you, you know, you think you, you, you're, in, you're part of a professional industry, you know. Yeah. You should be representing yourself better than this. You know, you're, you're not a spiv. Yeah. You're not, like, earning a few quid. Um, it's giving and, away also your knowledge, your expertise, you're under, mm. un, under um, valuing yourself. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that that side of it as well. It, you, yeah, uh, yeah. It just that really annoys me because it's just we're all struggling. We're all finding it really difficult. You know, yeah. um, I'm getting seventy two pounds and ten p a week currently. Yeah. Um, to live off, which I'm sure a lot of people are, if yeah. you know, for a benefit, then, yeah. you know, that doesn't cover food alone. No. It's, so no. it's, it is really hard, and I know it's hard. Um, yeah. I just think it's bloody selfish. I really do. Well, really I, do. I, I'm lucky because my kids, I've got lots of kids, but they are adult now. Yeah. And um, we've only got, like, one, one um, you know, one's a uni. Um, so I've only actually got my, my daughter's got a flat and everything but we've only got two indoors but they're both on furlough so they're yeah. both adults working so it's almost like we can we can all chip into the pot Yeah. but there's a lot of people like you know I, I feel for the, the single mums and the, yeah. the people so I, I do get it you know like it, yeah. it, it, it's really difficult for people um, yeah. but there are things you shouldn't there are some lines you shouldn't step over yeah Definitely. For the sake Definitely. of money, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, because we're not spending, uh, like, I know it's not enough, but apart from our main bills, we're not, we're not spending. No, we're know. not going on any jollies, you know. No, there's no jollies. No, you don't need yeah. clothes. You don't need. No. And as well, we don't need our own colours. You do if you get in fat. <laughs> we're going in. <anywhere. laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, if we're getting fat, we might... If you're getting fat, I guess you should be in the fridge a bit too much. Yeah, you might leave. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, other than that, um, but, oh, yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll get back to normal sooner or later. And, you know, I mean, I was talking to Derek the other day and he was like, the guests are still, when when they see him, it's like, the hairdresser's coming back, the hairdresser's coming back. Because they'd be queuing a good... (laughs) <laughs> half hour or 45 minutes before we'd even get there what kids yeah. to get their haircuts because yeah. the cheeky buggers what they so to begin with we used to do names yeah and um, but then it would be you'd go through and you'd shout Rob and there'd be like five hands 
pop their hands. Yeah, you know, yeah they're all up. robbed. Yeah. They, it's like, I'm Spartacus. Yeah, yeah they are, we're all. <laughs> so I thought, oh, brilliant. What I'll do, I'll get some tickets. Yeah. So you take a ticket, write the name down. Yeah, number 17 on the first day when we did four, number 17. So we're just giving the tickets <laughs> again. <laughs> Oh yeah, they so, yeah, they're they they do, and they're there. Names they give you as well. Oh, yes, Mickey Mouse, <laughs> all these things. You know, oh, right, mate, we had um, we had some of our guests kidnapped. Sorry? Uh, yeah, we we lost quite a few guests um, just before the lockdown, and they were kidnapped, oh. um, and we've not seen them. One got away. Um, and you, they were Eastern European and um, being used for slave labour. The, the, the people, when I've, because I've done some work with this and I've done some oh. work with um, uh, the, the police uh, up in um, Blackpool yeah. and um, about modern slavery. Yeah. And you say that you're working about modern slavery and people sort of look at you as if you're nuts, as if that doesn't exist. It yeah, really, it really exists. Um, the first part of it is uh, the sex trade. Um, yeah. Obviously, that that's um, you know, and it's vile. It, it's actually yeah. vile that they they what they do um, to abuse these women uh, and men sometimes. And um, yeah. but also like it, it's it's slave labour, as you've just said. Yeah. You know, like and they'll be put in. You know, you might get eight eight fellas put into a caravan. Um, and then most of the, what they technically sort of earn is taken away for their rent and yeah. <laughs> their, their food and lodgings, which is, yeah. it, it's, you wouldn't put an animal in it, you know? So no. it, it is a real modern-day problem yeah. in this country. Slavery it, exists in this country, and it's disgusting. It really is. And I think what I was really shocked about was that it was on my doorstep. Yeah. That it was happening... Yeah. You know, you see it on the telly and you think, oh, that don't happen around here. But no. it's on, you know, anyone listening to this, it will be on your doorstep. It's worth it. It's all over. It, it, yeah. yeah. I've had, I've come across it. I go all over the UK and I've come across it all over the UK. Um, yeah. And I couldn't believe the scale of it until I got into it. Um, when and, and especially when, when I, I work in um, women's refuges and things like that. Um, it, it's just horrendous. It's yeah. horrendous that what some human beings can do to other human yeah. beings. Um, and, and it's really got to be looked at when we get out of this. That, that, you know, a lot more has got to be done for it. I, I hope that the one thing we're going to come out of all of this is, you know, we're all going to work together a bit more. We're yeah. all, you know, just... It's, it, I mean, even on the street where I live, I've lived here 15 years, you say hello to your neighbour and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, take bins in, take a parcel, you know, neighbourly stuff. But never really had much of a conversation. And then no. when this happened, one of the neighbours put a note through the door just saying, look, I think it might be wise if, you know, we have a group chat for the close yeah. and, um, you know, just so we can look out for each other. Yeah. And I've spoken more to my neighbour. Found out one of my neighbours crossed the road. She worked with my sister. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Never even it's crazy so I hope that the one yeah. thing that does come out of this is that we talk to each other and we work together a bit more I know it sounds a bit corny but <laughs> something has to change it really it's does corny but it's true uh, you know yeah. my heart says now this is with, with the twofold part of me my heart says I really really hope as well 
my head says, which yeah. is the cynical part of me, mm. it'll, it'll all be forgotten. Because, yeah. you know, in past experience, that's what happens. But there may be, if I argue my head and my heart, what's got to be there is that we've got to make it happen. So yeah. if everyone makes, if everyone thinks, no, I'm not going to forget, and I'm not, you know, if everyone does it on, a, on an individual basis, hopefully yeah. enough people to keep it going, yeah. I mean, after the last election and things, there was a lot of people that were, weren't best pleased. And yeah. it was, there was a post that come up that saying, you know, if you want to change the world, you start it yourself. Yeah. And I think that's, we can all be a little bit more responsible. Of course. A little bit more. Yeah. Because that's the only way things are going to change. Yeah. You know, you can't rely on the dickheads in the government. <laughs> Just my view. <laughs> Just my one. Yeah. But, you, These views you know, are hetties. <laughs> <laughs> I love freedom of speech. I love. I know. I, like, I, know. I, love, I love discussion. I love when people can really discuss. Yeah. I, I love. I love it when people with interface can really discuss. Me and I, one I, of I, our I, one of our volunteers. I've known her for a fair few years now on the uh, side of the footy pitch watching the kids, yeah. and um, me and her are like polar polar apart on our yeah. views, um, you know, political views. And we have proper debates, but yeah. it's always nice. It's never nasty. And no. I, I, I love working alongside her when we yeah. go up to the wine cellar. Bloody love yeah. it. And, you know, it, I don't understand when people fall out over it and all, mm. all the rest of it. There's no need. You can... You know, you can say someone's a twat and they're a twat and it's done. But, but the thing is, <laughs> as well, it's human beings. It's human egos. Look, look how yeah. can we have the United Kingdom fighting this vile virus? Yeah. And having three different, and having each each part of the United Kingdom have got different yeah, rules in that. Yeah. You know, like, well, what, what, why are they not? Or you know, despite anyone's political beliefs, why are they not all at least coming together as one? Just because they can't. It's people's egos. Yeah. They could, you know, you just if they can't do it at a time like this, they're never going to do it. No. You know? it, it should be no party. You know, it should be complete community. Yeah. And uh, yeah. um You know, I, I can't. I just it beggars belief to me that people can't at least set things aside and come together. But yeah. they've always all got their own agenda, you know, like, um, you, you know, to try and stay in front and to try and talk. I know, I know, <laughs> to try and make themselves look the best person. But yeah. really, I'm not yeah. very um, good at sort of blowing around trumpet and yeah. anything like that. So I find it really difficult being around people that are, and I think that's probably... A lot of people like that in the world. And yeah. then when they see the politicians behaving as they do, you just sort of think, come on, love. It's all there. Yeah. It's all there. I mean, yeah. I, 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 what I try not to do is that, is that it gets me because it ends up being that I do nothing in life because I just, you know, I, I get disillusioned. Yeah. And I think, look, I, I can't be doing with this. They're not. No. Know. And then I have to stop myself and say, no. No. You do what you've got to do. Exactly. And, and, and let everyone else crack on with it, yeah. you know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's, um, if every person that you've met during volunteering, um, yeah. everyone you met will, will, at the end of the day, have that same thing inside them. Yeah. Have that, that, you know, 
I'll do what I need to do to make make it a bit better. Yeah. And you know, and yeah, I think that's one of you meet a lot of people that sort of are similar characters. I've found. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's taken five years. It's taken five and a half years um, to get haircuts from us where it is now. Yeah. And it's you know like you've got to have a you've got to have a strong chin because yeah. like it, it, uh, the amount of knocks along the way that you would even, you know, like, you, you think, it's just when you think that someone couldn't be as low, someone gets lower. Yeah. <laughs> and you think, yeah. I can't believe you're actually doing that or saying that. Yeah. And, that, uh, you know, but it, it would stop you. If you let that get through your armour, it yeah. would stop you because you'll just think, do you know what? What am I doing this for? Yeah, what's you know, the point? What, what is the point? And, uh, and, and I don't, if you've got a resolve... Deep inside you, you, you will, you know, your armour will be strong enough and they won't yeah. get through and you'll carry on. That's you may have a dull day. I have a black day sometimes. Oh, gosh, yeah. I think, I think if everyone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And, uh, <laughs> but then just don't stay in that for too long. But, you know, that's, be aware of it. I think that's it. That's it. And, uh, and then carry look, on. Do you ever look back at sort of what you've done in the last five years and just sort of think, wow. Because you should. It's yeah, yeah. I, I I do, and and it, but it's often something else brings it about. Um, yeah. Like last week, Beauty Papers released that trailer of the film they've made about us. Yeah. Um, and and that one minute film reduced me to tears because yeah. it was so powerful. And Simon Emmett, who made the film, is just such a brilliant documentary maker, um, and it, it's a beautiful piece of work uh, uh, you know and it, it's actually me on the screen and some many many other people but yeah. like you look at it and it's almost like you're watching a film about someone else yeah it's almost like looking at someone else's yeah. life do you know what I mean <laughs> and it, 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 it but you make yeah things like that then bring it to your attention that well, yeah it's, it's worth it why, why we do it it yeah. really it showed this is yeah. what we do it this is what we do it for yeah yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, and sometimes you need something like that to just make you aware of what you're doing. Um, yeah. Right. So we've 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 been we've done well. We've been uh, we've kept a point, and we've not gone off tangent too much. Well just done. Yeah, just towards the end of this, uh, we've got to talk about the future. So one uh, of the yeah. things we've got to look at is obviously it's looking like. I mean, we, well, well, one thing we do know, it's not before the July the 4th. We can't do no. any anything before no. that, so we do. At least we know that now. Yeah. In that time, we've got to get things ready. So yeah. things like PPE, um, I'm, I'm working on it as much as possible. Have you had any um, ideas or have you heard anything about, um, you know, I think the main thing for us would be, it would be uh, sanitising spray, gloves and masks. Yeah, I think in my, um, what I've done is, um, I've been following what's been going on in the other countries that have gone back to work and what, yeah. what they're doing. Um, one of the key things, and I think this is one of where we might come a bit unstuck, is that in Germany currently, yeah. you have to wash their hair before you cut it, or even before you colour it. Oh, yeah, so, I saw that. Yeah, and we don't yeah, get to do that. We don't, no, we? we've been donated a, back, a portable backwash. Um, right. So we do do that a lot um, because we've, we've got guys that, you know, 
they aren't physically able to wash their hair as well. Yeah, so yeah. We've, we've been doing that. And with yeah. you women as well. I, I, saw, I do saw that. I did see yeah. that. You, so yeah. We like to do a wee pamper. Yeah, um, yeah. I've been um, thinking off the top, straight away yeah. the top, there's so many projects we've got that just wouldn't even have that facility. No. Even to get the water to it. We, there's, that, there's a lot that we do that we just wouldn't no, have that. No, just great. Yeah. So yeah. that, I think, is going to, if if that happens, I mean, we don't know yet. We don't know if that's going to be one of the guidelines in the UK. Yeah. Um, but if it's not, it's probably worth getting face shields as well. As well as yeah, masks. face shields as well. Yeah, um, face shields, masks, um, disposable aprons to be changed for yeah. every client. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and also supply masks for them to wear during the process. So this may this may delay our opening again because yeah. that's a massive undertaking. Of, and is. the biggest thing I, I put a, a thing out last week on Instagram. Yeah, I shared it. It's a little silly picture of me wearing a glove and mask. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> the, because the thing is, we're not actually, we're not always asking for everything for free. But what we do want, if we, we, we've not got loads of resources, that we yeah. don't get ripped off. And I, I, I personally bought some masks for myself and they was the biggest rip-off. I know, I you know, know. Something that was 10 pence was three for a, three for a tenner. Yeah. And they should have been, they, they weren't even worth three for a pound. No. And I thought, well, if we try and do it on a big scale, we get, we cannot get ripped off like that. But no. um, I've already, um, we've already got someone who, I can't say yet, but it looks like a major yeah. person is going to give us lots and lots of sanitizer. Brilliant. So that's going to be great. So, you know, yeah. if, if, if people, and I've, I've put, I made a point of saying we cannot, we realise that it mustn't, you know, the NHS must take yeah, preference. It's not to take anything away no, from away them. They need it more than us. Yeah, I we mean, can wait, you know. But, um, I've been making masks for um, the NHS so and um, yeah. the... Um, yeah, you know me. I, I have to keep anything to get out of doing the housework, really. <laughs> I know. So, <laughs> so um, I'm, if I've got time, I will make some masks and I think that might be another way to, yeah. to go we might I think know. that's the, is um, but sometimes there are some big corporates that are willing yeah to help that, us in that way and then it, the main thing is is not getting making sure we don't get ripped off because we just yeah. haven't got the we no. haven't got the resources to get no. ripped off and, also, and, and shame on them people who are doing it yeah, you know shame on say. them bloody immoral absolutely yeah. immoral I yeah. bought some aprons for when we open you know for work and a pack a pack of aprons, which is normally five pounds, the cheapest I could find it was fifteen. Yeah. And you just like it's really, really, really wanky. I hate I, it. Really I, I've, I've seen um, disposable masks, you know, like a pack of fifty for fifty quid. Yeah, I know. That's, that's a pound a mask. They're worth pennies. They used to be. You used to get them for a tenner. Yeah, well, for 50, yeah, for yeah. 50, yeah. you'd get it for a tenner. Tenner, yeah. So that's the mark up on it. It's 500% mark up. Yeah, it's... We'd like to keep the language as good as possible, but I know. fuck those bastards. Exactly. <laughs> wanker, wanker, wanker. <laughs> Only mum will be telling me off. <laughs> My brain ain't working. What's your mum's name again? Oh, Jan. Jan, that's it. Yeah. Oh, Jan, we are sorry, Jan. Please don't. Sorry, please don't, don't tell us. us. Don't tell us. <laughs> she will. She'll be giving me. She'll be taking me off. The, the pocket rocket will be after me. Is that that one? I. She'll be giving me smacky legs. Yeah. <laughs>
but I think the other one we'll have to do is doing um, making sure that we have can space everyone out as well yeah. when we're working. Yeah. So maybe and straight away places where we just haven't got. I mean, I've I've cut air in a broom cupboard before, you know. Yeah, I can imagine. I've done this. I've done the loose. Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) It's like, oh, but anyway, let's not get bogged down by challenges. Let's look for solutions. I'm sure we'll get get there. We've got. Where does the wind We've got a few weeks, of course. Exactly. Of course, course. we'll get our heads together. Look, we've got 68. Like you know, 600 volunteers. I'm sure we'll work out between us all. Damn right. talking. But Hetty, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. No, thank um, you. It made my week. Talking to someone <laughs> else. Brilliant. <laughs> and what I'll do, um, you know, we put all the links on to everything we've mentioned and um, you know, and yeah. uh, we're just, you know, can't wait to get back out there. Definitely. And you've got to hook me up with Jackie. Oh, I will. Need, no needs, I want to come up and see her. <laughs> yeah, um, you can come um, to Manchester with us. Yeah. ちょっと待ってくださいありがとうございますありがとうございますありがとうございますありがとうございますありがとうございますありがとうございますありがとうございますありがとうございますありがとうございますありがとうございますありがとうございますありがとうございますありがとうございますありがとうございますありがとうござい